Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. Hello and welcome back into another edition of Cardinals Corner. I'm Eric Ruby. Alongside me as always is Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake. Now, we've been on a little bit of an absence recently and there are reasons for that. I'm going to turn the floor over to Tyler and then we're going to get right into some football talk, some NFL draft, all of that. But Tyler, the floor is yours. So yeah, the last time we left you guys, uh, I actually announced that we had a baby on the way. Her name is Rory, but uh, unfortunately we... Uh, unexpectedly lost her not too long ago and so we're trying to work through that and really just want to give a shout out to everybody that supported uh, myself and my wife Mackenzie our little girl Brady too means a lot Uh, it's taking it day by day hour by hour it's pretty tough but you know getting through it uh, it's been good to get back to work good to get back on the grind and just ready to talk football so uh, we love you Rory Uh, we're always thinking about you and uh, just say a prayer for us. But let's get to football. Lots of thoughts, love, prayers coming your way, man. And yeah, let's let's get to football. There's no easy way to transition, but I know yeah. that that's... We love you, baby. Yep. I know that that is what you got to do right now, and that's what the Cardinals got to do right now, because, Tyler, we're entering an extremely busy time for the Cardinals that has been building up and up and up and up, and boom, we're right there, almost at the eruption of the volcano. The NFL draft happens this Thursday in Kansas City. Tyler Drake, you're going to be there. Yep, yep. You're going to be there live in the flesh as the Cardinals pick third overall, but there is a lot going into this pick. I'm talking rumors about offensive linemen, if they're oh, going to yeah. trade back, all of that. So I'm going to ask you, Tyler, it's been a while since we've been on here. What's the biggest number three overall pick storyline that you've been gravitating to as of late that you think is the most important? Ooh, most ah, storyline. I think for me, it's just who's going to be the other team that's going to make this deal happen because I think we all expect it to happen. So for me, I don't know why, but I've, I've got this, this feeling of the Titans. I think the Titans at 11, but it takes you out of a couple players. But I think that kind of makes sense just because, you know, Monty used to work there. Uh, and if you get 11, you're probably getting two first rounds at least. So that's a big haul if you're moving forward trying to rebuild. So I for right now, I think my my thought is 11 is the move, but mm. also... I mean, that puts you out of a lot of people. Right. That, I've always been hesitant about 11. And uh, Good Morning Football's Peter Schrager uh, said this morning that one of the things he's noticed that the Cardinals are open for business. They are extremely ready to move on from that number three overall pick. And I've got like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde feeling mm-hmm. about it, if I'm being honest with yeah. you. Because part of me is like, okay, I get it. You need the picks. You need more than just one guy. Mm -hmm. And if for some reason you're not super high on a Will Anderson Jr., or you don't think that he's the piece that's going to fit for you long term, and you want to bet on yourself, get 11, it's still a high pick. And depending on who slides and how many quarterbacks go, which is a completely other conversation about this, maybe my most important storyline is just the quarterbacks, even though the Cardinals won't pick one. Mm -hmm. But you're trading back to 11. You've got to assume first, maybe Two with the you're condition two, on it. Get, yeah. get some conditions yeah. on it probably for the next year. Seconds, thirds. I mean, you're talking about a whole bevy of draft picks yeah. coming your way, especially if the first two picks 
aren't quarterbacks. <laughs> aren't quarterbacks. No, like, seriously here. Let's, let's take a second. Okay, <laughs> Bryce Young, probably going number one. Right, canceled all of his pre-draft visits. Yeah, more likely than not, he'll go number one. Mm-hmm. A lot of smoke with Will Anderson Jr. at number two, and I don't think it's out of the question for Will Anderson Jr. to be taken first. I, I seriously yeah. don't. Yeah, because the thing about all these quarterbacks is it feels like they've all had their turn on the carousel. Yeah, they've all been the number one right now. Will Levis is the betting odds number two quarterback to go off the board because mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud apparently bombed a test, but there's no actual proof that he bombed the test. But now it's hurting his draft stock and all these kind of nasty stories coming out about C.J. Stroud. You might not see a quarterback picked two. You apparently might not see it one, and Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, boy, he's had some things to say. We're going to get to the more interesting one in a second. But he said that if that happens, then the Cardinals, they just... They have the world in front of them. Mm-hmm. Cardinals basically have the first pick in the draft for yeah. anybody who's not looking for a quarterback. It's a valuable spot for them. It means they're going to get their number one guy or they're going to trade to someone else. And it comes down to how much the Cardinals get offered. Now, before we go into uh, what Florio had to say and what I would call a very old head take, let's talk about who that guy could be. Because there's been some smoke going on around offensive linemen in this draft. Mm-hmm. And according to Mike Garofolo of NFL Network, yeah. Kyler Murray's a really big fan of Paris Johnson, Ohio State offensive lineman. And apparently the Cardinals had him in the building. Yep, they did. And Kyler has made it very clear that he's a fan. And we put this poll out on Burns and Gambo today about how would you feel if the Cardinals stayed at the number three pick? Mm hmm. And drafted an offensive lineman. Mm-mm. Good, meh, and bad. Mm-mm. From your face that I see right here, you're you're going bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think you can go you could trade down, get extra assets, and then take an offensive lineman that way. Albert Breer said though that some of these offensive linemen, man, like Skoronsky or Paris Johnson, yeah. they're starting to get these really high grades. And there's a chance. There's a chance they can go in the top three, top four, I top five. I don't see that happening. Now it is smoke screen season. Yeah. Absolutely smoke screen season. I'm going to go with that. I would I would actually not be surprised if the Cardinals picked an offensive lineman third. I genuinely He better be a world mover if they're picking an offensive lineman at 3. I mean, if there's anything the brass showed by showing up to Kyler's uh statue <laughs> unveiling oh, is that they value him and that they want his opinion and if like Kyler needs to be protected, right? Like, let's well, no, not yeah. get things twisted. I've always said offensive line's the most important position yeah, in football. 100%. And of and of course and if you're going to pay Kyler that much money, might want to might want to get some reinforcements and might want to listen to the reinforcements he wants to bring in. Right. Especially because like he's not saying, man, I would really love another wide receiver with the third overall pick. No. Can you get Quentin Johnson? No. Offensive lineman. Now, you would assume that you know you could trade back maybe to the Raiders, maybe not as far to 11 because some of these offensive line guys, like if you're going to draft one, you probably want your pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'd probably go Skaronsky. Yeah, That's me, me, too. me too. Not Paris Johnson. Yeah. But I, I think Johnson, if, if he's there and Skaronsky's gone and you traded back to 7, 8, 9, That's 10, fine. 11, I'm cool with that, yeah. too. Yeah. Those are really the only two that I'm looking at a first round, especially top 10, top 11, top 12 grade on, mm-hmm. is those two. I would fall in the meh category, because is that a reach for an offensive lineman? No doubt. Absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. You got an injured quarterback who's not going to be able to run as much as he was before, who spent all of last season just basically dead in the water as soon as the ball was snapped. Yep. If we're being completely honest. Yeah. 
He yeah. was he was pressured and running for his life so much that it literally wore his body down to the point of injury. Yep. So as great as Will Anderson Jr. might be, who I would still pick if he was there, as great as Jalen Carter might actually be, apparently his stock is not falling as much as maybe people once He's thought. He's just not getting talked about a lot. Right. I don't think which, anything's but, falling but that's, necessarily. that's what you want if you're Jalen Carter, right? You yeah. don't want anybody to be talking about you. You want them yeah, to talk about you. Keep talking about the they, quarterbacks. Keep talking right. about the linemen. When he don't goes talk five about to me. the Seahawks, yeah. that's when people are going to talk about him. And at this point, I think the third overall pick would be a reach. That's why I don't think it's good. But I would be content if the Cardinals walked away with a high-level offensive lineman out of the first round. 100%. Yeah. Especially what we saw last year with just how bad the injuries were. I mean, when you have one guy, Kelvin Beecham, start every game, that's the only yeah. offensive lineman starter that played every game. You that's got Hump, who ended the season problem. injured. Yep. You Back got injuries. Le- Lecidus, who who we like personally, and we think that he's got a future on the field. But, I mean... You he's can't gotta, just rely on Lasita Smith, Kelvin Beecham, and an injured DJ Humphrey. You I just th- can't. And those guys from the old regime, they're gonna have they're gonna have their work cut out for them because they're gonna have to show these new guys that they are worth playing time, worth a roster yeah. spot. Like that's something I don't think a lot of people think about. Like for a rookie, especially, they went into one year had a completely uh, a, a system one way, and now are going in completely different, new personnel. I mean, that's almost like you're not necessarily restarting your rookie season, but you're kind of going in the, I guess, the the details of things are, are new again. It's oh, like, you know you're going to the yeah. practice, you yeah. know you're going to the facility, you know you're going to work out, but now it's those little minute details that might, I mean, you've got to really work and really get on the same page to show that you can take that next step with the new regime. And especially now when you do have a couple veterans on that offensive line, that's a good time to get a young guy in. You saw it with Cito, how how Beach takes him under his wing and gives him the nicknames and, you know, really builds that confidence in him to the point where you can go out and you can stare Aaron Donald in the eyes Yep, as a late round rookie and you can hold your own. Mm-hmm. Get a high round rookie in there. That's one incentive for the other guys, the older guys, to step their game up, to continue to be at the tip-top physical condition, which we know they will be. There's no doubt in my mind that DJ Humphreys and Kelvin Beecham are going to be at the best of their abilities this season. No doubt in my mind. At the same time, first of all, offensive linemen get banged up a lot. You can't rely on the two veterans. You just can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. No. Look at what happened with Rodney Hudson. Mm-hmm. And while whoever you draft probably isn't going to be spending a lot of time at center for you, more likely than not, depending on who it is, like you need a stalwart. You need yeah. somebody who's going to be there and Kyler Murray can look at and say, I'm going to have that guy protecting me at all costs for at least the next couple of years. Yeah. I don't have to worry about this position on the line. Right. And it seems like a lot of the other positions, it's a lot easier to kind of hit on, yes. you know, on, on the on the margins, wide receiver on your de- on even on, on defense. Honestly, man, it's a lot easier, I think, to hit on the fringes on defense. It is on the yeah. offensive line. Yeah. And I w- look, I would still take Will Anderson Jr. if he was there because you're more than just one yep. piece away from the rebuild. Yep. I'm totally fine trading back, even taking Christian Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Because they do need help in multiple positions. That's why I think it's that's you. you kind of going down the. Gonzalez I, I think it's a trade in Gonzalez for me. That's where I'm at right now. It seems like he's going to be there in most of the mock drafts. He could be there at 11. He really could. Uh, well, and also, I mean, depending on how many quarterbacks slide, if Stroud slides, if Levis slides, yeah. if, if Carter and Anderson go early, mm-hmm. things are earlier get than really expected. Weird. Expected, right? Yeah. Young is off the board. Then you've got. A bunch of teams who are quarterback hungry looking to fight for their guy. 
there's a chance that a really talented player is going to fall really far down. And that's why maybe the trade with the Titans makes sense. I still think it's a little too risky. I still wouldn't do it. But I can understand how if you're the Cardinals, Mm -hmm. you can kind of talk yourself into it. But a lot of it does depend on how those first two picks go. And the guy who we played the cut from earlier, Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio. Oh, Oh, he has some things to say that I oh, think are he quite... did. Let me not sugarcoat words here. I think it's pretty stupid. <laughs> like, I, I think it's genuinely pretty stupid. Uh, and I think Florio's great at his job. Fantastic at his job. Good writer. Great for covering football. Has done a lot for the game. A lot for journalism. All of that. With that being said, he had some comments about the Cardinals brass, Monty Ossifor, Jonathan Gannon leading the way with some other assistant coaches. Going to the University of Oklahoma to support their franchise quarterback, getting a statue, Mm -hmm. getting a statue Mm -hmm. for his time there. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you or I'll show you what he said, Bickley and Murata. Maybe it's generational. Maybe I'm just talking to the older guard. But some people I talked to were happy that this happened because it's all one big competition. The people who were locked in all weekend long, they just kind of smile and nod when they hear something like this. Call me Al McCoy because I'm about to say, oh, brother, that takes stunk out loud. (laughs) I could smell it when I walked into the studio this morning. Yeah, that was uh, that was something, especially when you have to take in. You got to take into everything into context with this. You can't just look at the draft. You got to look at everything that's gone on with this team in the past, let's say, year, just a year. I mean, you've got the Kyler Murray contract saga. You've got. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury getting shown the door. You've got Steve Kime. See you later. And then you bring in this new regime. Of course, I mean, sure, you you could say that. The optics, if you want to go that far, you, okay, yeah, they're not working on draft stuff right at that moment. But let's say, what do you think? How long do you think they were at this thing for? Two, oh, three hours? For like, like that's that's why it's so stupid to me. Yeah, two hours. Max. And it's not like you don't have your phone on you. It's not like you don't have anything where you can be like, oh, wow, somebody's calling me. Maybe I should go take Bro. this in the in the hallway down the down the arena or whatever, wherever they were. You know, first of all, first of all, the draft is a couple days away. Ninety nine percent of the work is done. Well, no, here. Yeah. Awesome. For it told us on Friday, ninety five percent of their board was complete. It's now done. it's really what they're doing now is going through. Hey, if this team wanted to trade or they're going through trade it's scenarios, they're scenarios. going through. If this guy goes at one, what do we do at three? If oh, this my God. Guy, Jonathan Gannon and Monty Ossifor can talk about that while they're standing the plane, in the back with they, their arms exactly. crossed at the event. Yes. yes. To think that for some ridiculous reason that going and supporting your franchise quarterback is great. Grounds to say you're not doing your job well? It's ridiculous to me. Yeah. And you know what? Even if they don't nail this draft, it sure as hell is not because of that. And I think they're doing a on on from my personal standpoint. I think they're doing a great job because. I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna. I, I won't go that. Not far. The, I have uh, no idea with, how they're doing with the Kyler situation. Oh, with the Kyler situation, yeah. they're doing way better than the, the old regime. regime. No, well, you, we wouldn't have seen this with the, like. Let's let's just. Outside of draft, may, maybe like we really and when Kyler got his extension, we didn't really see that kind of camaraderie with Cliff or with Steve. Even when he got the extension, though, it, they just went to the press yeah, conference. Exactly, together. and that's yeah. That was they it. took a picture together. That was that was that yeah. was. They wore the same suit. Like, that yeah. was it. And the the crazy part to me is your franchise has invested a quarter of a billion dollars yeah. into one player. So this is a right move in my eyes. Right. It's it's the old. It's the only move. We're if back in the. Do it. It's these. It's like for Ky- and from Kyler's standpoint, it's like wow, I got all these new guys coming out to Oklahoma for a statue unve- yeah. unveiling, and they hardly know me. That's pretty. I mean, if I was Kyler, that I'd be pretty jacked about it. 
I mean, off the bat, the relationship between Gannon and Kyler seemed good. They've been talking him up so a lot of much talk. more. Yeah. Which, there's a I level, think, there's yeah. a stop to it. Yep. Like, we know yep. what they're doing. But look, if you're Kyler, that's got to mean a lot to you. Look, if my boss was going around talking about how great I was, even if I was like, okay, you're going a little too far with it, I'll take it. And there's not that many leaks coming out anymore either, nope, if, we, if we notice that. There's not, and and again, think about with the calendar year for Kyler Murray to this point. Yeah, you are in a contract dispute with your team that's very public. When you get your your lifelong dream of a contract that supports your family and your dream in the NFL forever, there's a clause on it that basically calls you an idiot. And regardless, people are divided on it, right? And people are at your throat for whatever they're gonna. Th- the old regime wanted to throw in there. Yep. Then you play, your team is terrible, you get injured badly, mm-hmm. sorry, you get injured, then you come back, then you get injured even worse, Yeah. and now you're sitting here, and you're like, okay, I'm getting a statue unveiled, that's that's great, my head coach got fired, my GM got fired, we where, I'm at, where I'm at and where I need to get my rehab, this is great for my morale. Right. Like, let's and think about that too. It's just so, it's so silly. Yeah. It's so stupid to think that these guys who feel the pressure, I mean, new regime, two of you, franchise yeah. quarterback, number three overall pick, you think they're dumb? Well, like, and Do you think they don't know what's going on here? And the thing is, too, is it's not like they don't have 15 other guys working on the draft at all times, probably. Scouts, I mean, other resources, they, they've got... And other teams are, other yes. teams are doing the same thing. Yes. Pete Carroll was at a cracking game. Yeah. Oh, the Pete Carroll doesn't know football. He's yep. not preparing for the draft. He's at a cracking game. No. Yeah. It's and, and the reason why I call it an old head take is because Florio even has even it. doubled down. He's like, mm, the people I talk to are the older regime and the and, and other people that that you're talking to that that you're saying didn't work over the weekend. You know, though I guess it's just a theme. It's just it's just the younger people not working. Like no, <laughs> like no. It's it's just it's not the case. And it's yeah. honestly, it's frankly, it's so stupid. Yeah, it was. It, I, I really I had to. I read it again today just to kind of make sure I read what I was reading. And it, yeah, that was, it, it was something. I can't, I don't. The double take, the look back. I just, I think that just shows you like you've got people that are tuned in with the cards and people that aren't. And people that are tuned in saw that as like, oh, wow, this is a great thing for the franchise moving forward. Yeah, they don't get to do draft. They don't do tr- draft work in the facility for the two and a half hours, three hours. But the plane ride there and the plane ride back. And yeah. you're standing there and you're talking around. And oh, I wonder when Kyler told them that he liked Paris Johnson. Yeah. Huh. Maybe maybe it was there before he Jeez. went and talked. Huh. Who knows? Maybe you're going to talk to your quarterback on a very important day. Okay. Yes. Let's not waste any more breath on this because, quite honestly, it doesn't deserve it. Terrible no. take. You know what else is terrible? Buda Baker requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals quite publicly. Yes, and, he did. Uh, ooh, that kind of throws a little wrench into things. And you talked to Awesome Fort. You talked to Gannon about it. I want to know what did you pick up from them about the situation? They're keeping things very close to the vest. Oh yeah. Let's I'd let's the, just let's I'd just say that. Soundbi- I'd play the sound bites. Like I already know what the sound bites no. say, but all they say is. Yeah. I'm going to keep that between us. That's going to be a private conversation. Yep. But hey, That's if fine. you're Austin Fort, you got to put your foot down, right? Yeah. You've got DeAndre Hopkins very publicly requesting a trade. You have Buda Baker very publicly requesting a trade. Granted, they've acknowledged they're two different scenarios, but you don't want to get in the business of, one, caving to every player's demand, and yeah. two, doing it in the public. Yep. So I respect it. It annoys me as a content creator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I respect it. Yeah. And I do want to talk about the differences in situations because DeAndre Hopkins, 
Buda Baker, not the same. And the reasoning, reportedly, why Buda Baker wants out of Arizona is because he wants to become the highest paid safety in the NFL. Yeah. Two questions for you. One, does he deserve it? Two, would you do it? Because I think those are two, those different, are two questions. different questions. Those are two different questions, yeah. Um, do I think he deserves it? I would say yes. Easy answer. Should he get it? Should the Cardinals do that? I'm going to say no. Because Ooh. you cannot... I'm, I'm sorry, you can't... You've got to think. You're already giving Kyler so much money. You're already putting so much money into one player. You cannot do that for it. Like, I, I know he should get it. Don't get me wrong. Everybody listening, don't get me wrong. He deserves to get it. But where the Cardinals are at, they can't do it. They can't do it. Because, I mean, you're going to have him play cornerback, too? <laughs> because you're, you're, well, you're taking away you're from other positions. Big rookie class. I mean, look, if you trade back in this draft, it might be even more of a reason to do it. At that point, I could, I could see it more at that point. But still, I just think, I think they'd tie, tie up too much money with not Kyler alone, but with him, too, if they did that. I, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you, Tyler. Okay. I, okay. I think he definitely deserves it. And I think if you're the Arizona Cardinals, there's no better thing for your rebuild than to have Buda Baker in the building. I agree, man. He's worth the money. The money is too much. For what? What are you going to Are you going to spend money and compete in the next 2-3 years? I mean, you got Jalen Thompson. He's uh, he Oh my god, he he's does one not player. Exactly. Buda no, Baker but, is one player. No, he's like 6, but you know, <laughs> but, like, you know, but like hear me hear me out right now. Hear me out right now. If all Buda wants is to get paid and he's not expecting to compete, you give the money to Buda Baker because Buda Baker's in your dang facility already. Yeah. He's the heart and soul of your team. He's the guy that you highlight when you come into the Cardinals organization. You say that if everybody was Buda Baker, we'd be fine. Mm-hmm. He is the, look, not to say that this is the end all be all. He's the storyline in Hard Knocks. He, well, yeah, of he course is, he was. He is one of, if not the best at his position in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't expect to win, you ain't got to spend money on all these other players. There's no reason to save money on Buda Baker when you're going to do what? Sign some special teams guys to one-year deals instead? But we saw Buda. He does not want to lose. We saw him. Okay, he also want to get paid. So that's what you say? <laughs> Bernsey made a great point on air. You treat him like Larry. You say, here's his contract. A little one-year one deals. I'm sorry that we suck. Okay. We love you. We want you here. We value you. Here's the money. Stick with us. Stay with us. Buda Baker's not 32 years old. No. Buda Baker can be here through a rebuild and still be a productive football player at the end of it. In fact, he can be somebody that all your little draft picks that you're going to spend, all your corners, all your safeties, all your secondary. <laughs> would you rather... Th- Genuine question, Tyler. Would you rather them learn from Jalen Thompson or Buda Baker? Baker, I'm not trying to no, insult Jalen. No, no, no. I know, but I think I don't. I don't think I think Jalen doesn't get enough credit, and I think it's just it's just tough with the money side of things. And that's like obviously Baker deserves it. He's a heart and soul of that team, but they cannot do that. I think they will set themselves up back farther. And I'll take it a step further. I almost take this as if you're going to request a trade, and then it's going to come out how it came out. That doesn't really set up a lot of good culture for me. No, that's fair. When you want to rebuild well, and okay. rebuild on proper Let culture. This. Let and... me get this clear. Buddha Baker don't want to be here. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. You're gone. Okay. Adios. I'll get whatever picks I can for you. Mm-hmm. Because one, he's given enough to deserve that. And he's going to go get paid somewhere else. Two... If he doesn't want to be here, he's not going to be the Buda Baker that you want him to be. Not saying that he's not going to give him it, give it is all on the field. I don't think there will ever be a day that Buda Baker does not give 100% on the field. Off the field, 
There's a big difference between being heavily involved and invested in an organization and mm-hmm. not. You can show up and play your best football on Sunday, but not care mm-hmm. for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And I think Buddha's a good guy. I think he'd care about the players. I think he cared about the guys. But if you don't feel invested in, as an employee... I feel like he'd take it as like, he's like, all right, I'm going to the facility, clocking in. Yeah. As soon as I'm walking out that door, clocking it's, out. It's 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 not just football at that point, yeah. right? It's like, a, I'm going to value myself in the way that I value myself and the way that you guys don't. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that could... That could breed some. And if, some that's, rough a, if that's the case, then badges. buy. But what I'm saying is, if the only hump is to pay him, pay the freaking man. One, he deserves it. He's not asking for something he hasn't earned. He does deserve it. Two, what you're gonna buy? You're gonna you're gonna sign a big free agent next year. Cardinals gonna win next off season. Are they gonna be better than Buda Baker? The, uh, uh, ge- genuinely, I just I I it. I would think, you rather give the money to Hollywood Brown? Like, what no, are we sa- what are we saving the money here for? Yeah, yeah, I and mean, that's yeah. Who knows? If Buda Baker wants to be here, which. But do you really want to put up that tie up that much money at, at one position at safety? Because Jalen just got paid too. If they were on the edge of Kim, well, that's hard. Because if they're on the edge of competing, I'd say keep Buda Baker at all costs. Yes, but if they, if they were in a position to where they needed the money to go after a big fish the next offseason because they could chase a Super Bowl and that would stop them, then I would strongly reconsider it. Or I would say, hey, we want to keep you around, but we can't pay you to do that. I just don't see what better value you're going to get for that money in the next couple of years. This isn't a... I don't think this is a one-season thing, man. No, no. I, it's, it's a process. It, it's going to take time for whatever amount of draft picks that, that they have to grow. And to get to where they need to be. And if by that time, Buda Baker's older and he's gone, like, well, we're talking a four-year deal here? Yeah, probably. Partially guaranteed? You're not going to get fully guaranteed? No. Okay. Year number one, you might be competing. Just backload it. Right? Year number two, three, four, these are the years that your draft picks that you pick this year are going to come to... Jeez, I'm getting fired up. Mm -hmm. Voice crack here. Mm Mm-hmm. These are the years that your draft picks are going to come to fruition. And what's the great thing about draft picks is that they're on the rookie contracts. Yeah, we know all this, too well about rookie contracts. This is not a veteran team anymore. No, it can't be. These The, the one-year veteran signings cannot happen. The so Steve Kime, the, the Kime classics cannot happen anymore. So what I'm saying is... You got no better use for your money. If he's willing to buy in and be here at the right price, then you pay that price. If he's not, then you trade him. Go join Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like go go to the Panthers, go to the Bears, go to yeah. where like wherever, dude. First of all, he has he should have some say in it with what he's given to the organization. And I mean, that's the fine line. I'm very strongly in both boats. I'm very strongly in if he wants to be here and it's just a money thing, pay him the damn money. Okay. If he doesn't want to be here no matter what and he wants the money, have fun getting paid and your paychecks <laughs> being signed not by Michael Bidwell. That, that's that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So what what do you think will happen? Not what do you want to happen or what you think would be the right move? But realistically, season starts. Buda Baker is he wearing a Cardinals jersey? No, Which he's not. He's not gonna wear a new one. Not a new one. He's not gonna wear the new Cardinals jerseys. He's not gonna have Arizona on the front, unless he's. I, I mean, if he's wearing red, he might. But yeah, no, he's not going to. He's not gonna have Arizona. I. 
I, realistically, he's not going to. Hop's not going gone. to. I think he's gone. Yep. I think Hop's gone. I'm not in charge. I don't make the decisions. I can very strongly feel one way. It makes absolutely no difference. I think he's gone. I think you, there's going to be a lot of trades this next week. I'm fine with it. Get your picks, man. Yep. Get your picks. Get your picks where you can use them. Speaking of picks, pick your favorite. Red, white, or black? <laughs> Everybody's going to rip me, but I like the red better than yeah, the other that's two. That's a bad take. I, I that's mean, a bad take. <laughs> the fact that I can see what the jersey, who's wearing the uniform, says Arizona on it. So I'm going with that one. I just, I didn't. That's I, the closest we're going to get to the state flag on it. So. I, I can't lie, man. I was pretty disappointed. Uh, I, I didn't even have high the, expectations. I, you know, the black one, I think, is growing on me a little bit. The white one's just a little too clean. I think the black one and the white ones will pop on field. A little too Ohio State mixed with the 49ers for me. I would have yeah, liked a little extra I did, I did have that flair. Yeah, yeah, like a little extra flair. I was like, is that George Kittle? Like, it just... <laughs> no, it was Cam Thomas. Like, it... It was very much like somebody sat down and said, we need a white, a black, and a red jersey. And they said, okay... A little fluff on the sides, put Arizona on the red one, call it a day. They just needed the state flag. No, and not even that. I didn't even want the state flag. I just needed more. And it's so hard because you got to give credit to all these fans who constantly just make the most fire jerseys that you can imagine. Oh, I know. And there were like, some really good and you're ones. Just, you're just like, dude, if only, right? There was like a copper one, copper edition that was like, whoa. I, I think that there was a lot of room to be creative here, and if there's anything we learned about the Cardinals is that the next time that they're going to release new jerseys is going to be in 2038. So <laughs> get used to them. Yeah. Hopefully they pop on the field. They're just they're very color rushed to me. They're just they just feel ironically rushed. But it took so long to get here. I just. Uh, maybe they'll look better on the field. Maybe they'll grow. Well, on me. Maybe it's to the point where it's like, hey, I mean, like you look at like the Colts and you look at some of these other teams. They've done like very minute changes to their jerseys. Maybe this is like the template for maybe next year they add another stripe or or something like that. <laughs> each them. each year they just add one hey, more design. Get that money flowing. That's true. You could start reselling them. I just I'll say I like the black ones. I think those will look good on the field. I feel like that's going to be like a Thursday f- Thursday night football uniform. And, that's, that's, and like. that's the thing, man. I think I'd like the blacks more if that was... I, I would just make that a primary. I'd love that to be a primary color. That'd be awesome. It just, it but yeah, we'll never, we're not going to see it very much. It just it needed some more accents. It needed some more detail. I do like the... I like the updates for the helmet. Yeah, helmet's cool. It's got the flake They've in it on the white. With, they've been pretty good with the helmet. Uh, they made the logo a little bit bigger, a little more uh, bolder. I like that a lot. I'm trying to see them go back to that old bird logo. The one that just looks got a really different. big forehead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I wish they would have brought that. I think there was there was some room here to, to play with some stuff, but there was. I also I wish they could have more than three uniforms. Yeah, and I, yeah, I wish they could have more than two helmets too. Yeah, throw a red one in there. Make that all red, all red. Make Ooh. the all white, all white. Make the all black, all black. The all white would be a move. Well, it's, I mean, they can't do that. But the yeah, with the helmet and everything yeah. too. That you know what you know what I think of when I think all white. There was a slow mo video of Joe Burrow throwing to Jamar Chase and like uh, yeah, and he turned around, and, he yeah. turned around yep. and they were wearing the all white. Yep. But see, there was a little extra detail on the side, man. 
They should have put like, I don't know, some like claw because like a talent went through it. And also, no more uh, Bird City football. It oh, looks like Bird City football, RIP in peace. I will say this. At, <laughs> I was at the, the jersey unveiling and that was a huge topic was no more Bird City football. And no yellow, man. And they, they pulled a fast one on a lot of us. with they I think with somebody leaked draft hats with yellow yeah. Cardinals. And they had the Jonathan Gannon's name was in yellow yep. when it was at the, uh, the NFL smart. meetings. They're tricky. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe there is an alternate. It's just a mustard yellow. Ooh, oh, yeah. Gosh. Reminds me of Jaguars, Titans, Thursday night football color rush. <laughs> oh, all right, Tyler. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Cardinals Corner. Tyler Drake's going to be in Kansas City yep. for the NFL draft happening this Thursday. Your Cardinals hold the number three overall pick. Whether they use it to draft somebody, an offensive lineman or not, or they trade back, Tyler's going to have that information for you. So make sure you follow him at T Drake four. That's the number four T Drake four sports on Twitter. You can get all of his great work on the Arizona sports app, where you can also find the Cardinals corner podcast, find it on Twitter at AZ cards corner. Give us a five-star review. Leave us a review. Talk about how much you love us, how much you <laughs> love Tyler Drake's inside information, all of that. Let us know in the comments. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Eric with a K Ruby. That's just at E R I K R U B Y. Here, me Monday through Friday on 98.7 and that lovely Arizona sports app that if you don't have downloaded right now, do it. What are you doing? How do you make it to the end of this podcast and not have the Arizona sports app downloaded? All right. That'll do it. Until next time, when we break down a new Cardinal, the draft, and everything in between, maybe a lot of trades, remember to enjoy football. We'll talk to you guys next time. Love you, Rory.